You might have heard in the news throughout the day and indeed yesterday evening that uh, concerns have been raised in Killarney that the tourist town is under pressure due to the sheer number of asylum seekers and refugees who are currently staying there. The mayor of Kerrytown was on News Talk earlier today saying, uh, of the Kerrytown rather, saying that uh, Killarney is at breaking point. Well, our reporter Josh Crosby is down in the kingdom getting some reaction to this. What's the story here, Josh? Well, Kieran, this all came out of a Killarney municipal meeting during the week when local councillors raised concerns, what they've been hearing back from their constituents. And they wanted to ask the question of where the town is heading in terms of its main driver, which is, of course, tourism. Now, we all know services in rural Ireland can be stretched at the best of times, but councillors say that GPs cannot take on any patients, schools are full, and that attitudes in the town have slightly shifted in terms of Cade Milafalcha and all that. But but that being said, the meeting was told how the town is currently accommodating around 3,200 refugees and asylum seekers, while the population of Killarney is just over 10,380. And we've been hearing how this could potentially change the direction of the town. If hotel beds aren't there, there might not be as many American Express cards floating around. And then in turn, of course, fewer iron jumpers being sold or trips on jaunting cars. So all these concerns are leading to some frustration. But I've been walking the streets of Clarny today and it's nicely busy. It's a Friday. I didn't see any changes from any other November day I've been here. But then again, I'm not local. So I spoke with these people living in the area to see how they feel about it all. I think Killarney has a welcoming spirit and I think it's shown it so far this year. But the problem's not going away and people are still coming. Because it's a, a wartime situation, oh, yeah. do, do you just have to completely open your doors? Oh, uh, the difficulty we've got in this country at the moment is there are a lot of people who haven't got space, so it's finding the compromise. and It's finding them doors to open. It is, it is. It is it, 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 it's a very, very difficult one. I, I would hate to be the politician that has to make the decision. Living locally enough, have you found that services or accommodation can be under pressure at times? They've been lacked massively, yeah. I mean, they being realistic, they shouldn't sell out all the hotels. They should at least do, like, half. I mean, if people coming over from... America, whatever, they're probably finding it struggle. They're struggling now to find places to accommodate themselves. I know everything is up in the heat now, but like, I mean, other people still want to get out, get away, do what they want. You know, I mean, old people even traveling the world for all you know. And so, I mean, nowadays you can't really do it. I'd say it's been widely open, but like, it could be cut off a small bit because the town is changing really. Yeah, I can understand that, but you have to realize that the Ukrainian people don't necessarily want to be here, you know. Well, they've been forced to come here by necessity. All right, some interesting differing views as well on the streets of Killarney uh, there. Josh, what about business owners? What have they been saying? Yes, mixed views there, Kieran. And I've just recently been speaking with Massey, the movement of asylum seekers in Ireland. And I asked the group what the experience has been like for people who've been moved to Killarney. And it says it has not received any negative reports that the reception has been hostile here at all. But but to come back to businesses, Kieran, so reportedly 40% of the beds are now dedicated to asylum seekers and refugees. And that would affect the footfall that would usually be spending in the shops, or restaurants, pubs, etc. But I met with restaurateur Paul Travaux, who's been speaking out about this for a number of months. 
Well, I, I think I expressed my concern back in March when I saw the current government as to what they were doing in the sense that there was no vetting, there was no questioning, there was no nothing. We just welcomed with open arms, uh, which is great. However, we've now seen that our system is completely exploited and we brought, in my opinion, we've brought too many people to a small town that we just simply can't handle it. When I tweeted initially, it was an increase of 13% of the population. Now it's 30% of the population, which is a, a huge increase and massive strain and pressures on any town uh, to deal with. Put into context, you're talking maybe two, two hundred and fifty thousand people arriving into Dublin. That's I think that's the only way people will understand my concern as a business owner here in Killarney. On business owner, I know it's the shoulder season here now, but what are you hearing among the business community? Are some even considering closing their doors due to the shift in Killarney's accommodation? Yeah, look, I mean, Killarney's probably the most well-known tourist uh, attraction here in Ireland, uh, town-wise. And I think a lot of people now are seeing, because we've taken so many hotel and accommodation, guest house rooms out of the equation, uh, that it's simply not viable for people to come down because basically laws of supply and demand. So hotel rooms have now gone up in price. But I mean, I'm here 20 years now in business. I've never seen it this quite. And what would you say to those who you've told me yourself described you as every name under the sun and would argue that tourist town or not everyone has to open their arms and play their part yeah so look when I when I first tweeted about this I was called racist and, and I, I have no problems with people saying whatever they want about me that's fine I know I'm not a racist I wouldn't have the friends I have and I wouldn't have the people that work with me here in the restaurant if I was a racist and I'd much rather have 10,000 genuine Ukrainian refugees in the town and make sure that they're well taken care of as opposed to seeing one person exploiting the system and that's my problem That it's, it's nothing to do with who they are where they're from the colour of their skin creed or anything it's the fact our government which in my opinion are completely useless have put in a system that can be exploited. All right, Paul Travaux there from uh, Travaux's on High Street in Killarney. You're speaking to people as well, Josh, who've recently fled their home country. Is that right? Yes, Kieran. So there are different hotels, holiday cottages and guest houses all across the county at the country at that, accommodating different groups and nationalities. There are some here in the town centre of Killarney and there are others in on the outskirts. I met with Mamoond just on the outskirts of the town who's with a group of four other men. Now, Mamoond is originally from Afghanistan and came to Ireland around a month and a half ago. He told me he's been in Killarney for 25 days. I started off by asking about his own family's circumstances, but you'll hear now how he couldn't speak any more highly about the welcoming he and his new friends have received here. They are in Afghanistan, right now in Kabul center, capital. So we are sometimes getting in touch with our family. Now we all know what's happening in our home. Your family are all spread it out different Ex- places. Exactly, you know, not our my my family, all Afghans family, you know, most of them are spread out. You know, whether they are moved to Iran, Pakistan, a little number of them are living in within the country. So what has your experience been like in Killarney so far? Yeah, it's amazing. It's you know, excellent, you know the the, the conduct of the people and the behavior of people towards the migrants there's excellent amazing very good very good yeah. what about the weather <laughs> yeah you know the, the thing you, you that you your jacket on yeah the thing that we are uh, yeah, i mean uh, unfamiliar with such a kind of weather you know we come from asia a kind of countries that there isn't that much rain so it's good overall you found the irish people welcoming yeah exactly you know they are very hospitable you know with migrants We didn't expect that much, but again, they were perfect. And what are your plans now for the future? Would you like to return home or would you like to stay stay in Ireland? Actually, we are skipped from our country. So we take a refugee him and we will stay there. After that, we will study and live there for, we don't know. In Killarney. (laughs) In Killarney, yeah. 
Yeah, my mood from Afghanistan. I'm not sure if you'll ever get used to the weather. I was talking to a chap, Josh, yesterday morning uh, from Sudan. He's here for 20 years. He says he still wears a coat around the house for most of the winter. He can't get used to it. But listen, my mood is enjoying the Irish welcome, at least. Who else did you talk to? Yes, Kieran. just the words amazing and perfect there being used to describe the welcoming. It was really nice to hear from Amun. But back to where we started when I first joined you on air, the, the public representatives and what structure they want to see being put in place to plan for the future. So Niall Botty O'Callaghan is an independent councillor and his family run the Falter Bar in the town. Councillor O'Callaghan has called on the Minister for Finance to have a meeting with him to discuss how businesses will be supported and what measures can be introduced to balance things if Killarney will not be the, the buzzing tourism town it's always known for. I met with Niall this afternoon and he says it's not fair on those who are coming here either not to have the appropriate services in place for them. First of all, to get an understanding, there is nobody saying there isn't anybody welcome. But the situation on the ground here at the moment is our services are stretched and they're basically broken. I mean, our doctor surgeries have come out two weeks ago and said they don't have the capacity to, to deal with the influx that we have. We don't have the facilities for them. We have no schools. The schools are full. We had to get kids to, to go out to Ratmore School. If you're taking 40% of the bed nights out of the system here in Killarney, you have to have a plan for us. You have to come with a plan. The, the small cafe that closed last week, 16 workers out of work because the footfall spin power on the streets isn't there. What about the argument then that look it's a wartime situation every town every village needs to play their part and whether they be tourism focused or not? Absolutely but sure we're paying we're playing our part there's not one person has said we don't want anyone there's no person here stating send everybody home we're saying where is the plan? Now, there has to be a plan as well. If it's a wartime situation, what about the, the people who have a bank loan next week of two grand or 4,000 to pay? And you have directly affected that payment by taking 40% of the business off the streets. What do you want to see being done now? You, you've requested a meeting with the Minister for Finance. What are you hoping to achieve through yeah, that? I, I think I'd love to have a meeting with the Minister for Finance, but uh, I doubt he'll, he'll bother to meet somebody as small as me. But it's important that he understands the decisions that are being made in a wartime situation they also have a knock-on effect for people here so if they have a knock-on effect you have to meet that knock-on effect with something we'll defer the VAT rate for the county of Kerry and we'll also look at some measures that we can say hey listen this is what you took this week last year and because we've done this we'll facilitate they have to do something and Niall Botty O'Callaghan there calling for more supports uh, for towns taking in asylum seekers and refugees. Josh Crosby, thank you very much uh, for that report. Stay with us here on the Hard Shoulder after the break. Jure Gilroy on the Ireland Springboks game in the Aviva tomorrow and the Qatar World Cup.